Proverbs 8. Does not wisdom call? Does not understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads she takes her stand. Beside the gates in front of the town, at the entrance of the portals she cries aloud. To you, O man, I call, and my cry is to the children of man. O simple ones, learn prudence. O fools, learn sense. Hear, for I will speak noble things, and from my lips will come what is right. For my mouth will utter truth. Wickedness is an abomination to my lips. All the words of my mouth are righteous. There is nothing twisted or crooked in them. They are all straight to him who understands and right to those who find knowledge. Take my instruction instead of silver and knowledge rather than choice gold. For wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and I find knowledge and discretion. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil, pride and arrogance and the way of evil and perverted speech I hate. I have counsel and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree what is just. By me, princes rule and nobles, all who govern justly. I love those who love me, and those who seek me diligently find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring wealth and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, and my yield than choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness, in the paths of justice, granting an inheritance to those who will love me, and filling their treasuries. The Lord possessed me at the beginning of his work, the first of his acts of old. Ages ago I was set up, at the first, before the beginning of the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth, when there were no springs abounding with water. Before the mountains had been shaped, before the hills I was brought forth, before he had made the earth with its fields, or the first of the dust of the world. When he established the heavens, I was there. When he drew a circle on the face of the deep. When he made firm the skies above. When he established the fountains of the deep. When he assigned to the sea its limit, so that the waters might not transgress his command. When he marked out the foundations of the earth, then I was beside him like a master workman. And I was daily his delight, Rejoicing before him always, rejoicing in his inhabited world and delighting in the children of man. And now, O sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Hear instruction and be wise, and do not neglect it. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors, for whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. Proverbs 8, Proverbs 8 this morning. 
talking about the wisdom and the blessing of wisdom. And this is what stood out to me as I, as I read this. Uh, it, it begins here saying that wisdom is available. Wisdom is ubiquitous, word of the day, meaning wisdom is all around us. It says, doesn't wisdom call? Doesn't understanding raise her voice? On the heights beside the way, at the crossroads, she's in the gates, she's at the crossroads, she's at the entrance of the city, she's crying aloud, saying, to you, O men, I call, and my cry is to the children of men. Please learn prudence, simple ones. Please, fools, will you go ahead and learn sense? Listen to me because I'm trying to tell you about wisdom, about life, about knowledge, about how you should live. And if you'll listen to me, this is the second thing, it's more valuable than anything else you can have in this life. It says that more valuable than silver and gold, the words of my mouth are righteous. Take my wisdom as better than jewels. So the value of wisdom, if you have wisdom, there's this list of all the good things that will happen to you. So I have counsel and sound wisdom. I have insight. I have strength. It says, by me kings reign and rulers decree what is just. So justice is there. There would be justice in a land if the leaders were uh, full of wisdom. I love those who love me. Riches and honor come with wisdom. Wealth and righteousness come with wisdom. My fruit is better than gold, even fine gold, because all these things, all these good things, will come to those who have wisdom. It says, your treasuries will be full. And then the last thing is an amazing scripture in, in all the, the Bible, talking about wisdom coming from the beginning of time, or even before the beginning of time. And it's talking about wisdom as a person, the personality of wisdom. And it's almost like Jesus, or like the Word of God, which is at the beginning. It says, The Lord possessed me at the beginning of His work, the first of His acts of old. Ages ago I was set up, at the beginning, when there were no depths I was brought forth, when there were no springs with water, before the mountains, before the hills, before there were fields, before there was dust, before the heavens even, I was there. Verse 27. As a person who was there before all these things were created. And then it, talking about how um, the establishment of the oceans, the fountains of the deep, the, the seas, the water, the foundations of the earth, the stars, all the beauty of creation coming from wisdom. And this points to the fact that all over the world, no matter what religion you were born into, no matter what uh, level of competence you have or what type of intelligence you have, whether you're stupid or smart, whether you have uh, blindness or, or whether you can see, whatever culture and whatever religion you are, just by looking at the world, by considering the things of the world, you can get part way there. You can begin to see the wisdom of God. You can begin to even have your conscience awakened to the truth, to God, and to wisdom. Because again, wisdom is crying out loud so that people will hear wisdom. It says, Whoever finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. But he who fails to find me injures himself. All who hate me love death. And many years later, the Apostle Paul would write in 1 Corinthians and say, 
Where is the one who is wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the debater of this age? Hasn't God made foolish the wisdom of the world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world did not know God through wisdom. So although we can get partway there, and we can begin to know that there's something going on and that there's a creator and, and we can begin to understand that there's a right and wrong. He says, still, even still, the world did not know God through wisdom, but it pleased God through the folly of what we preach to save those who believe. We preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles, but to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. So he says here that the wisdom of God, the, the smallest piece of wisdom, which would be the foolishness, and, and he uses this in kind of a joking way, the foolishness of God, the smallest thing God has is wiser than the greatest thing that man has. I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discerning the discernment of the discerning I will thwart. So God's wisdom is greater and higher. And he says that the cross and that Jesus to those who are called is the wisdom, although it looks foolish to the world, and is the power, although it looks weak to the world. So God bless you with his wisdom that was there from the beginning, the word of God there present in the creation of the world, now realized through the cross of Christ. God bless you. This week I'll be preaching through John 14, verses 8 through 14, and it begins like this. Uh, Philip tells Jesus, God, show us the Father. That's what we want to see. It's enough for us. And this happened right after Jesus told them, if you'd known me, you would know the Father. And I love, love hearing the disciples, because even Jesus' disciples, face to face with him, oftentimes were so lost as to what he was talking about and what he was predicting and what he was trying to teach them. And when I feel lost or when I realize later that I'd been thinking about something wrong for a long time, I love to see that this is true for the disciples. And Jesus' answer is so amazing. He says, Have I been with you so long and still you do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? And I don't think that in a few minutes or a few years I can untangle exactly what that means, that, that Jesus says, I am in the Father and the Father is in me. But there's something here where Jesus is saying, you want to know God. That's right. So does everybody. Everybody wants to know who God is if he's there at all. And most people know that he is there. And Jesus says, you've been walking with me, living with me, eating with me, resting with me, singing with me, hearing my teaching all these years, and you still don't know who I am. If you want to know the Father, look at me. If you didn't know that I am in the Father and that the Father's in me, if you didn't understand that, that the greatest revelation, that is the greatest revealing of who the Father is, is in me, then look again. And that's my exhortation to you today. Look again at Jesus if you want to know God. We, we learn 
about God's great works through the whole scripture, through all of human history, the things he did uh, in, in saving people and bringing them through the, the miraculous, uh, saving them from the Egyptians and bringing them through the flood, which was the, the judgment on earth and all kinds of stuff. But it's the greatest, the, the exact imprint of the Father's nature is in Jesus. And how amazing, if you wanted to communicate to a human and you are a transcendent, immortal being, the perfect and greatest way is to say, I not only give you my words that you can hear, as he did on Mount Sinai, I not only give you my laws which teach you about what right and wrong is, as he did through Moses, but I come myself as a man to you, eating, drinking, walking, working, speaking, body language, giving teachings in human language, uh, which become writings in a book, and communicating in such a way that I am not only giving you words, but I'm giving you my very myself as the Word of God, that you can touch, you can see, you can hear, and you can witness to the world. And that's what Jesus did, and that's why Jesus says, if you want to know who God the Creator is, God your Father is, the God who you've heard so much about, look at me. If you've known me all this time, but you didn't know that you look at me to find out who God is, look again. And I hope that you will look again too and see what ways you're thinking about God is lacking. God bless.